on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk. I'm Breed O'Keefe and Orti back on the front pages again today. The Irish Daily Mail says that a business case for the €450,000 redundancy payment given to Breda O'Keefe was presented orally and there's no written record of it. Uh, the Irish Daily Mail can reveal RT Director General Kevin Backhurst yesterday rejecting calls from the highest level of government for the golden handshake uh, given to the former Chief Financial Officer to be reviewed. Also, that's the front page story on the Irish Independent. RT paid out €2.6 million Euro in golden handshakes to executives during D Forbes' reign as Director General. The broadcaster's own accounts revealed the significant payments across six years to key management personnel receiving what's called termination benefits and uh, rumours and speculation and accusations that there was a culture of termination payments during the past few years, according to the Irish Independent. Then the Irish Times says that RT is undermounting pressure on their exit deals and the boss, the Director General Kevin Backhurst, is seeking new legal advice on whether the details of exit packages can be disclosed amid mounting political pressure to reveal any such payments made to former executives. So obviously Breed O'Keefe's uh, package is known, but there are others and we don't know how much they received as what's called a golden handshake when they left the state broadcaster. Uh, Kevin Backhurst uh, is in talks with uh, lawyers and trying to get legal advice over whether or not the details of other packages can be published. Also on the front of the Irish Times, you'll be aware of the Fiscal Advisory Council, often critical of the government, and they were concerned about funding. But now the Irish Times says that Finance Minister Michael McGrath has backed down in a row over money with the state's budgetary watchdog. He has scrapped pay proposals that led to claims he was demoting the top post in a body that accused the government of fiscal gimmickry. I suppose it was all about the optics of this. You criticise the government and then money is cut. But anyway, uh, the Finance Minister has now backed down and there won't be that change to money and funding for the Irish Fiscal Advisory Council. The Irish Sun, League of Ireland ace who killed man in crash holds a stop sign in club promo. That's Galway offside. Uh, A League of Ireland ace who killed a man in a car crash holds up a stop sign in an Instagram post. Galway United yesterday apologised after posting the photo of Ed McCarthy. It was all to plug tonight's match against St. Pat's. So there's a picture of this player and uh, he's holding a, a road sign saying stop on it. And then the music in the background is murder on the dance floor. And this player um, uh, killed a man, Andre Z. Obelek, after smashing into his car while speeding after training in 2020. So a lot of people saying this was in poor taste and now Galway United has apologised for it. Um, I'm sure you probably heard about the new CSO basket of goods that tells us about inflation in Ireland and the cost of living. All the papers cover it. Just in case you missed some of them, I'll run through what the sun says. The cost of air fryers, disposable vapes and gin are now being used to help work out the rate of inflation in Ireland and the price of landline telephones, Swiss rolls and digital cameras are no longer being factored into the sums. I was quite sad to hear about the Swiss roll. They're delicious, uh, but apparently people aren't buying them in their droves. Every year, the CSO puts together an updated basket of goods 
to determine the annual rise of inflation. And the new basket includes milk and meat substitutes, ribeye steak, spring onions and non-alcoholic booze. I did find it quite bizarre that we're only counting the cost of scallions now because scallions were always around, uh, but obviously they've got a little bit trendy uh, in recent years. Um, and other newcomers include wireless speakers, wireless headphones and smart watches. As I say, all the papers covering the new basket of goods this morning. The Telegraph tells us that Tinder is being accused of addicting users instead of finding them love. The owner of Tinder is being accused of this, uh, of addicting users to endless swiping on the apps rather than helping them find true love. There was a US lawsuit filed on Valentine's Day where dating app users accused the owners of Tinder of prioritising profits over relationship goals. Well, that's kind of obvious. Tinder isn't a charity. It's there to make money, but they're prioritising the money over finding love for people. A Match spokesperson said, sorry, Match owns Tinder and they say that the lawsuit is ridiculous and rejected claims of negligence and false marketing. So uh, the Telegraph says that the tech company has marketed some of its services on the basis that they are designed to be deleted, although critics allege that they're actually designed to be addictive. And it is like a game. If you're on Tinder and you get a match with someone it's like balloons and celebrations and it is kind of like a computer game so you can understand how people would feel that it is a bit addictive but we shall watch this space and see what happens with it if you're a fan of pizza there are two new pizzas at Domino's and uh, people in Italy aren't happy about this this is in the sun pizza chain Domino's is risking leaving Italians cheesed off because they're launching a lasagna pizza and a carbonara pizza And apparently people in Italy wouldn't dream of doing this. One world leading chef from Italy thinks the idea is crazy. Twitter users are saying that Domino's has declared war on Italy. Uh, Now, I love lasagna. It literally would be my death row meal. So I'm interested in this. It's called the ultimate lasagna pizza. And it combines cheese sauce, ground beef, tomatoes, onions, herbs and mozzarella topped with a tomato sauce drizzle. Does sound nice. And then the carbonara pizza, uh, as you would imagine, has creamy cheese sauce, smoked bacon, mushrooms and mozzarella. But Michelle Pascarella, who has been crowned Global Pizza Maker of the Year, told the Irish Sun Italian people would not eat these pizzas. If I put this on my menu, my customers would think I was crazy. Final story comes from the star. We've heard a little bit about heavage recently and now we've the facts to back it up. Online searches for men's low-cut styles have skyrocketed and this is uh, the stuff that Barry Kogan and Paul Meskel wears where you're basically exposing your chest. Uh, analysis of Google Trends has found that online searches for heavage have increased 86% worldwide compared to the previous year and it looks like Irish stars are to blame for this resurgence of interest in it. A new finding from fashion experts at Boohoo Man reveals that online searches have increased by 86% in the past 24 months. Many A-listers are opting for this design and a fashion expert says these findings highlight the continued influence celebrity dressing 
has on trends which impact our day-to-day styling choices. Heavage may have been in the popular public vernacular for more than 15 years. The recent resurgence focuses as much on the luxury feel of the outfit and clean tailoring, which is essential to elevate the look. I'm not sure we're going to see too many men around Ireland going around wearing the type of stuff that we see maybe Barry Kogan wear on the red carpet. But anyway, those are the stories in the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.